everyone, and welcome to another edition of Fired Up Radio. I am your host, Anthony Hansen. Let's get right to the chase. If you're on Facebook, look up look up the Facebook page. Type in, in that search bar. Type in the handle because it's the more direct way to find it. At the at symbol, Fired Up Radio 93. Again, that's the at symbol, Fired Up Radio 93. On there, you'll find all previously aired content, all Monday episodes, all Wednesday episodes, and most of the Friday episodes. Mind you, Friday episodes are just a little cherry on top, on top of everything that we've already discussed and prayed about. All right? The only reason why I didn't do this this past Friday, this, uh, this Final Thoughts Friday episode is because it's actually today. You'll understand a bit. Alright, but you can also find all previous aired content on Spotify, Anchor.fm, as well as uh, <clears throat> Apple Podcasts. You can find it all there. Like, comment, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. Comment, rate, whatever you got to do. Let me know that you're listening. I enjoy hearing from you guys. Let me hear from you. I can, especially do it on the Facebook page, so I know what's going on, who who's being impacted, and who's receiving what I believe is, is powerful. It's enlightening. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's a grind on the millstone, you know? It's just something that challenges you. Nonetheless, let's pray, and then we're going to dive into James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. James chapter 4, 7 and 8. As I pray, by all means, find the spot. Lord, we thank you for today, and we give you all the honor, glory, and praise. Holy Spirit, we ask of you to work in us, through us, and our, on our behalf as we meditate on the word of the Lord, the word that has been inspired by you, by, by using vessels of men, the apostles in which you have chosen to write these words. Holy Spirit, I ask that you work in us and through us. May the word bring conviction, correction, edification, and exaltation. And may we realize who we are and that without Christ, Nothing is possible. For it is impossible. Whatever is impossible for me, it's possible for you. For you do exceeding above all that we could ever ask of you. May this word saturate our heart, saturate our mind, saturate our spirit. That we operate <coughs> fully in your glory and your power as we dirt ourselves and set our, and prepare ourselves with the word of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. James chapter 4, 7 and 8 read. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, O you cleanse your hands, sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Now, the word therefore is essentially saying in culmination. Out of everything that I've said before, get this. If you, if you remember anything that I tell you, remember this. This is the key thing. This is what I want you to remember. Above all else, this is what matters the most. Allow me to equip you. This is what James is talking about when he uses the word therefore. All right? Therefore, submit to God. Nobody likes hearing that. Submit to God. Nobody wants to really do that. Submit 
to God. But everything just seems to be out of, everything just seems to be in chaos and ruin. Submit to God. But there's just so much going on, and I want this, and I want that, I want this, I want that. Submit to God. Above all else, submit to God. In lieu of everything that I said beforehand, therefore, submit to God. The one thing that we continue to forget doing, the one thing that we reject doing, the one thing that we deny ever doing is submitting to God. When was the last time you submitted God? Submitted to God. Submitted to God. Your marriage. Submitted to God. Your relationship. Submitted to God. Your finances. Submitted to God. Your anxiety. Your depression. Your worry. Your sickness. Your disease. Your infirmity. Whatever you may be going through. When was the last time that above all else you submitted to God? When was the last time you ever submitted to God? I'm not going to lie. It's not easy. It's not. Because to be honest, this is the fix for everything. When you submit to God, you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to stress about. You carry out, you carry about your everyday life knowing that God has it all under control. When you leave it up to God, guess what? He ends up doing the very things that he needs to do that you cannot comprehend nor see. Because what, what we learn about his peace, that his peace surpasses all understanding. What are we told in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? Everyone's favorite coffee mug verse, let's be honest, outside of, J, outside of Jeremiah 29, 11, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 pr- pretty much takes the cake as far as favorite coffee coffee mug verses. Let's be honest here. Okay? It's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. What is it saying? Submit to God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Meaning, guess what? Son, daughter, your understanding is too limited for what I can and will do. Your understanding is too feeble to grasp on what I'm about to do on your behalf without you even really seeing it. Son, daughter, listen to me. When you trust in me in all your ways, when you trust in me with all your heart and lean not on your own limited, feeble, fragile understanding and state of mind, when you trust in me, when you submit whatever you're going through to me, I will I will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. But in all your ways acknowledge him. Meaning that when you lay it down, you recognize that he has it under control. When you submit to God, you realize that not only is he in control, but he's able to do exceedingly above all that you can ever ask of him to do. When you trust in the Lord with all your heart, when you submit to God, you recognize that he's the creator of the heavens and the earth, that he's able to lower every mountain and raise every valley and to make every crooked path straight. When you trust in the Lord with all your heart 
And when you submit to God, He removes every single stumbling block and removes every hindrance that tries to rob you of the joy and the peace and the goodness of God that He has set before you in the presence of your enemies. When you trust in God and you submit to Him, He's able to go and take care of everything and anything that you ever have need of. He provides for it all. When you submit to God and trust in the Lord with all your heart and you acknowledge the fact that He says who He says He is, He'd be your strong tower in times of battle. When you realize that He is your front and rear guard, that He contends against those who contend with you, that every lying tongue that rises up, that it, that it returns back to its sender. This is what the Lord does when you submit to God, when you trust in the Lord with all your heart. Stop depending on your own understanding. Stop depending on what you think and how you process it all. Stop Stop doubting the fact that you don't see God moving when yet He doesn't have to do it with your permission. When you submit to God and trust in the Lord with all your heart and you acknowledge who He is, what He can do, what He's done before, and what He'll do again, guess what? He'll make every path straight. He'll take care of it all. Every enemy that you've battled, physical or spiritual, he has them taken care of. All you got to do, trust him. All you got to do, have faith. Because faith is the evidence of things hoped for, of things not yet seen. We also learn that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Submit to God. What does the next part of verse 7 say? Resist the devil. What does the word resist mean? It means to remain steadfast, to dig your heels in, and to push back when you're being pushed. To resist the devil means that whenever he tries to tempt you, you combat it with the word of God. You use the Word of God not just as your foundation, but as your weapon of choice, as your sword in the Spirit to combat against the very temptations and the very attacks that the enemy tries to shoot at you. This is what it looks like to resist the devil. Here's a case study. Jesus, in the wilderness, 40 days, no water, no food, fasting, and praying. Satan finds him at his weakest point. What does he tell him to do? He tells him, if you bow down to me, all, the, all these kingdoms will be yours. What does Jesus say? It is written. That's the first time Jesus resists. Resists the devil. Second time. Turn these stones into bread, Satan says. Jesus says that that man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Guess what he did? He resisted with the word of God. What happens again? Satan takes Jesus to the top of the temple and says to jump off. For does it not say that he will send his angels to carry, to carry you? 
lest you lest you dash your foot against the stone. What is that? And what did Jesus say? Be gone from me, Satan, for it is written, do not test, do not tempt the Lord your God. What happened then? Satan fleed. Satan left and waited for another opportune time when Jesus was weak. Guess what? The only way that you can ever resist the devil and the temptations that come from him, because all it is is just a carrot dangling on the fishing lure to try to get you away from the promises of God and what he's called you to do and what he promises for you that to, 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 to obtain. Yet Satan can go ahead and try to stop you. Guess what? He knows your weak point. He will expose it every time. And <clears throat> you will stumble and fall every time. Until you finally choose to resist the devil through the word of God. This is why Paul tells us. That's why Paul tells us through the epistle to Timothy. Study, to study to study and to show yourself approved. Because when you study the word of God and show yourself approved, that means not only do you know who you are, but you know where you're where you're headed. When you study the word of God and show yourself approved, that means that you are to be well equipped with the weapons of your warfare to fight against the kingdom of darkness because the gates of hell shall not prevail against the kingdom of God. Therefore, whenever Satan tries to attack you, you already know what to use to not just resist, but to be on the offense. It's not just enough to be on the defense and to know what to pray for Satan to stop his attacks, but you also know what to say to destroy the kingdom of darkness and to wreck the kingdom of Satan. So in that way, he no longer has dominion over your spouse, over your children, over your home, over your workplace, over your over over your car, the roads that you drive, that you be under the divine order of protection of the Almighty God. When you resist the devil with the word of God, he has to flee. Because he realizes that now is he messing with the son and daughter of the Almighty God, but he also knows that you have been well equipped, that you have been well trained, and you have been well versed with the scriptures, and you know how to use your spiritual weapons. Resist the devil and he will flee. Not many of us know, not many of us resist. We still fall. I'm not saying that you're that you're not gonna fall, because you do. Scriptures also teach us though that the right that man falls seven times, but the righteous get up an eighth time. In other words, don't stay flat in your faith. Get back up. The fight ain't over. Jesus has not returned yet, even though he's on his way. You keep fighting. As long as you're still on this earth, you keep fighting. You keep pushing forward. You keep moving towards that level of being holy. You keep moving towards that next level of being sought as righteous. You keep moving on to that next level to where you to where you go from glory to glory to glory, victory to victory to victory, grace to grace to grace, love to love to love. Guess what? There's always another level. It's time to get up and keep moving forward. It's time to get up and keep pushing back against the kingdom of darkness. It's time to get back up. Dust yourself up and to resist 
the devil so that he may flee and take his hands off your spouse, take his hands off your children, take his hands off your finances, take your take his hands off your health. As long as you resist the devil, he will flee. He has to let go. Because the word of the Lord says that if the thief is caught, he has to return what he's taken with interest, sevenfold. Okay? Let's carry on. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. You know what that you know what that reminds me? John chapter 15. John chapter 15. Let's go there real quick. John chapter 15. I am the vine, starting verse 1. I am the vine, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes, and he prunes every branch that produces fruit, so that it will produce more fruit. You already, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you, just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself, unless it remains on the vine, neither can you, unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit, because you can do nothing without me. Draw near to me, I draw near to you. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. Do you get that? James is telling us the same thing in chapter 4, verse 8. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands. How do you cleanse yourself? Because after this, the rest of the verse, it's all about cleansing. Removing one aspect to allow another to enter in. The only way that you could ever have the mind of Christ is by removing the double-mindedness. By removing the corrupt spirit. By removing anything and everything that is, that is, of, the, that is of the nature of the flesh. And replacing it with what is the nature of the Spirit. What is the nature of the Spirit? Galatians 5.22, the fruits of the Spirit. Peace, love, joy, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And goodness, by the way. Forgot about goodness. But, nonetheless, the only way you can ever cleanse yourself, the only way that you will ever know that you're on the right track, and being one with God is by the way that you, by the way, that you continue to study the Word of God. As long as you continue to abide in Him, guess what? He abides in you. The more that you continue to rest in Him, He will protect you. How do I know this? Psalms 91. Come on. This is basic scriptures, guys. Stuff that, that we don't even need to be going through right now. But yeah, we're going to go through anyways because guess what? The Word of God brings life. The Word of God brings hope. The Word of God brings peace. The Word of God brings clarity, wisdom, and joy, and understanding. Psalms 91 reads, The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. 
Guess what that means? Draw near to me, I draw near to you. I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I will say concerning the Lord, who is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Who do you trust? God. How do you trust him? With all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. He himself will rescue you from the bird trap, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear of the terror of the night, the arrow that flies by day, and the plague that stalks in darkness, or the pestilence that ravage at noon. Though, th- though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. This is what James is telling us. Mind you, James is Jesus' little brother. What is he telling us? The same thing that is the very same thing in a much more condensed version. Cleanse your hands, sinners, and purify your heart. How do you purify your heart? You purify your heart through the word of God, through the water, through through reading the word, because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And the only way that you can ever obtain true faith is not just believing in Jesus, but also hearing what he has spoken. Every every scripture is Holy Spirit inspired and God breathed. Guess what that means? That means everything that's written, everything that's said, everything that has been spoken has already come into existence or is coming into an existence. And the very word that's spoken is to empower you, is to equip you, is to strengthen you, is to make you recognize that by your own work that you cannot obtain righteousness, but you obtain righteousness through the Son, Jesus Christ. That's what. And notice the difference. Hands, sinners, purify your hearts, you double-minded. Create me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Psalms 55.10 You have the opportunity to stand guard, to submit to God, and to resist the devil. He will attack your heart. He will attack your mind. He will get you to act on the sin and the thoughts that run through your mind. And he'll get you to act on your emotions. Resist the devil and he will flee. It's time to stand up and push back. Why is it that we always pray against backlash when yet we don't give the enemy backlash? We don't give the enemy whiplash. When we have not even created, when we haven't even made a dent into the kingdom of darkness. When yet we don't even resist the devil. When yet we're called to resist. Because when we resist, he flees. I encourage you. I challenge you. I implore you. Get your nose in your word. Draw near to him. He'll draw near to you. As you draw near to him and he draws near to you, you will begin to sense and understand and feel and dwell within his glory and he will provide for all your needs according to your according to his richness and glory as you draw near to him and he draws near to you guess what happens 
the windows of heaven begin to open up and he begins to move on your behalf in ways that you never thought of that he could ever do. Because whatever is impossible for man is possible for God. I challenge you. Stand and fight. Push back. Give the devil a black eye. Do not let up. If you fall, that's okay. Get back up. Take your position. Stand your ground. Dig your heels in and keep moving forward. Amen? With that being said, guys, I love you much. Be blessed. Don't forget Facebook at Fired Up Radio 93. Like, comment, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff, as well as Spotify, Anchor.fm, and Apple Podcasts. Let's pray, and, and, I, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Lord, we thank you for this time in your word. We thank you for this time in, 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 in sharpening one another. For your word says, as iron sharpens iron, so shall one man sharpen another. Father, I pray that this word was a blessing, did not fall on deaf ears, but it found good soil, it found good ears, Lord, that it shall reap a harvest, and it shall challenge and agitate the spirit within the man and woman, that they begin to operate and move differently, that they begin to think and speak differently, that they begin to gird themselves with the armor of God, and that they begin to gird themselves with the very word that you have intended for them to use to resist the devil that he made for you. We love you, Lord. We give you all the honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I love you guys. I'll, I'll hear from you guys Wednesday. Warring Wednesday. Tune in then. Love you much.